Welcome to episode 4 of Continuous Quality Compliance. If you have been following the previous episodes, you will now have your vision, your values and purpose all written down on your strategy on a page. Today we get into more strategic territory. It's about looking at what makes you different from your competitors. This is called your unique selling point. For example, mine is that I'm flexible, so clients can call me later in the day. Yesterday was a prime example. A client called me at 6.30 in the evening and I didn't finish until 7pm. And I am the person you will always get when you do one-to-one working with me because I get to know your company and how it works and that's how I help you to continuously improve. So it's not like a corporate consultancy where you get assigned different consultants depending on what day of the week it is. You need to look at your marketplace. Who are the players? What approach do they take? How much of the market would you like? How does geography and demographics play a part? The marketplace is both the sector and the physical location. If you're not in the right location for your client base, then business may not do as well as it could. You also need to think about what customers will get from you. What do you want clients to say about you? This is about how you want your company to be seen. You want your clients to get consistent results if you're seeing them on a long-term basis. You also want to treat all clients equally and to have a really strong business strategy in place. You need to put some good foundations in place. A bit like a house, when you're building a house, If you don't have a good foundation, when you get really bad weather, there's the likelihood that it could move and the building may not stand up for a long time. So like a house, you want your business to be standing up for a long time. You want it to be around for a long time. And the only way that will happen is if you've built a strong foundation to begin with. That's why it's so important to do all the exercises around vision, purpose, values, because that gives you that strong foundation that you need. And if you don't have it, you're in danger of things tumbling. So you really need to take time to do these steps because they really do pay dividends in the long run. And I found that myself, until I actually sat down and put the foundations into my business, I wasn't doing as well as I could have been. But from the time that I did put strong foundations in, and I did start looking at my core pillars. And that's when my business started moving forwards in the right direction. So some of the pillars that you could be looking at are uh, marketing, sales and service, operational processes, your finances, leadership and what your distribution channel is. So when you're looking at marketing, it's about looking at where do your clients live? I don't mean the house number, I mean, where do you find your clients? So if you're looking at where on social media your clients are, they could be Facebook and Instagram. It could be a mixture of Twitter and Facebook. So you really need to know where they are so that you're marketing in the right place and the right platform when you do advertise so you're not wasting advertising budget. Mine are Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. And I use those three on a regular basis. Operational processes is around what are the processes you need to make the, the 
the pathway that your clients go through work so it's all the things around you know making appointments changing appointments if they have to how do they pay how do they contact you after a treatment if something happens all those kind of things are your operational processes one of the things that helps me with my operations is my planner I use an electronic calendar for the appointments that I have in my diary. However, for my in-depth task, I use a planner, which I write in. And in there, I write all the tasks for work and also my personal life. Because I work from home, I have what I call an integrated business. So I'll have a mixture of things I do which are related to my personal life and things which I do are related to my clients. And I don't have a nine-to-five business may take time out in the day to do something around the family and then I'll work in the evening. I do my planning every Sunday and I'll be talking about planning in another episode. You also have to think about how do you deliver your services. Once you've delivered your service, the you've had that client contact, how do you nurture them further? Because it's easier to nurture clients you've already got than go out and find new ones. You also have to if you're a service business that uses supplies, you also have to ensure that supplies are adequate, they're not going out of date, that you've got enough ones of the treatments that you sell the most of. I saved one clinic hundreds of pounds by creating a stock control sheet for them and also uh, making them look at how the cupboards were, the, the, the stock was put in the cupboard. And just by doing those two simple exercises, they stopped bleeding money out of the business. The reason the owner kept buying stock was he couldn't see what stock he had. And because the cupboards were so messy, he didn't bother looking in them. He thought, I'll just order the stock. That wasn't helping him. When we actually cleared out the cupboards, he had so much inventory that was out of date and he couldn't use it because it was some of it was medications that he used throwing away hundreds of pounds of stock because it's out of date and you can't use it is really not a good business model to have by tidying up the way the stock was put in the cupboards so it's easy to see and to move the stock around so the stock was continuously moved with the new stock going into the back and also having an inventory stock list, it really helped and really made a difference to the business. The other pillar you have to look at is your finances. You really need to have a handle on your, on your figures. You need to know what your profit is for the month, what your expenses are, what your expenditure is, what are you spending on training, what are you spending on stock, what are you spending on travelling. All that's really important. I use QuickBooks to keep track of mine. I also use a platform called Visit Bank. So if I have a receipt, for example, when I go and post books, I quickly take a photo of it on Visit Bank. That sends an email to my QuickBooks. And then when I go into QuickBooks on a weekly basis, I can see and marry everything up. And I can quickly see how I'm doing that week. And it's really good that the accounting is automated because it's one less thing to worry about. It makes me more effective and it really makes it easy for me to track my numbers. Track them in a way that's easy for you. Automation makes life so much easier. Leadership is also important. My leadership 
comes into play when I mentor. I don't have staff, but my mentors look to me for guidance on certain areas or clarity. By using my leadership skills that I have, I can support them in areas where they are having challenges. So yours could be about how you manage your business, what tools you give the staff to empower them to do their tasks and roles to the best of their ability. The other thing you have to look at is what's your distribution channel. If you're a clinic owner, obviously you'll have a brick and mortar business and it's a physical building. For me, mine's mainly online. I do go to client sites, but not very often. It depends what package they're working with me on. I have an e-learning platform, so people buy courses from me. So again, that's a different distribution channel. I have a book, so that's different. To enable you to look at the pillars, you, the other thing you want to do is look at all the partners that play a part in your business. And I don't mean just people, I mean like what platforms you use. So I use Zoom, I use HubSpot for my CRM. I have my publisher, Rethink Press. I have my coaching platforms that I use. All those are assets that help you to run your business, to help you to deliver your services. So it's about looking at all of that as well. And by looking at all these areas, what it does is really helps you to put in a business strategy that is fit for purpose and appropriate for your business. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review the podcast. Do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes.